This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman. This is a script tease episode where we talk through some of the world's greatest plays, jump through the major plot points, give some background, and of course, spoil the endings. All in less than five minutes? We do the hard work so you can do the easy listening. Today we do M Butterfly by David Henry Huang in 1988. Why is it called that? Madame Butterfly is a famous opera by Puccini. This title is borrowed from that, with a madame replaced with an M full stop. This takes the madame away, because this is a fictionalised account of a real French diplomat who carried on an affair with a Chinese opera singer for 20 years, only to discover she was actually a man. So madame becomes M. The story of Puccini's opera Madame Butterfly is a motif in the play and runs parallel to this story. Many of the core story elements of the opera are present here. You may also wish to know that Miss Saigon, the international musical sensation, is also based on Madame Butterfly. René is in a jail cell in 1980s Paris, listening to a song on cassette. He had a 20-year love affair with a Chinese communist named Song, who performed in Puccini's Madame Butterfly. René flashes back to a time in Beijing, and now he got to be in this prison cell. Two decades earlier, René is a diplomat at the French embassy in Beijing. He believes several stereotypes about oriental women, beautiful, submissive, self-sacrificing, and keen to be with white men. This belief comes from his love of Madame Butterfly. In it, an American lures a beautiful, loving Japanese woman named Butterfly into a fake marriage. He leaves, promising to return. She gives birth to a son and waits for him, rejecting other wealthy suitors. He does return, but with his American wife, and they want the baby. And so Butterfly agreeably takes her own life. René fancies himself as the American and establishes his ideals of a selfish, loving Asian woman. René is not successful in love or sex, with bad experiences in both since he was a young boy. Even his marriage was for career development. René meets Song and is instantly in love or lust with the character she plays, Madame Butterfly. Although Song sees the character as pandering to Western male egotism, he disagrees. René keeps coming back to the Peking Opera to see Song, and they have tea together in her apartment frequently. René soon gets a promotion because his bosses think he has a secret in with the Chinese. This encourages René to go to Song's apartment and begin their affair. René and Song continue to see each other, creating a place for private love rendezvous. He also uses his affair with Song and her submission to his power as a way of justifying, suggesting the Americans let the newly elected president of South Vietnam be assassinating, letting others take over. He tells Song this too. We then discover that Song is a Chinese Communist Party member, and actually not a woman, but a nan dad, a man who plays female roles in opera. René does not know this yet. René also sleeps with a Danish student, but she is too aggressively sexual for him. He is now committed to his idea that compliant femininity is the model of womanhood. In another parallel to Madame Butterfly, René and his wife Helga cannot have children. Helga is tested and is fertile. She asks René to do the same, but he refuses, angry that his virility is even questioned. He whines to Song and asks to see her nude for the first time, something Song has avoided, claiming Chinese modesty. Song tells him she is pregnant, distracting him from his demand to see her naked body and making him feel potent. Song then disappears for a few months and returns with a Caucasian-looking son to present to him. We then move to 1996 and the Cultural Revolution. Artists like Song are branded rebels and are forced into re-education camps. 
The bombing in Vietnam, pushed by René, fails, and he is humbled as he is sent back to Paris. Missing the submissive Song, he asks for a divorce from Helga. Then Song shows up in Paris. We then see Song explain in an aside that they will be having a costume change, and we see Song undress and reveal the charade, but only to us. Song, his son, and René live together for 15 years, and they're spying the whole time. But Song is caught. They are both arrested and sentenced. René discovers the truth about Song, and even though the judge doesn't buy it, he is truly shocked that he never knew Song was a man. Song thinks this is because he was obsessed with the romantic idea of a submissive oriental. He never really looked to see who Song really was. Naked, Song shows René the truth, but René cannot handle it. So he puts on one of Song's wigs, some makeup and a kimono, and commits suicide. Just like Butterfly does in the opera. If you didn't know the play before, you do now, a bit. If you like the sound of it, have a read. That was Script Tease. Remember, this was just our version of the play's story, highlighting the bits we think are important. You may also have your favourite bits and moments you would like to mention. If you do, please leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. That is all from us at The Aside, and this episode of Script Tease. There are a load of episodes in the bank, including more script teasers and over 200 episodes of The Aside. If you would like to ask us a question, do not hesitate to do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening. <laughs>